0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL podcast. So, man, guys, I remember I was in a class with some of my students. They're banking executives at a place that I used to train at. Um, and I realized that when it came to these different types of networking sites, People who had given up on them at such an early stage, they missed out on a grand opportunity. So what I'm gonna tell you guys about is Work the Net. I'm gonna read this out and then we're gonna discuss it and compare it with LinkedIn. So here we go. Let me hurry up and read this out for you. Work the Net, let's just say was, a popular online networking tool that connects business professionals all, all over the world. So founded in 2004, Work the Net, had become an essential resource for anyone looking for their dream job. So the connections. The business world is about connections and thanks to an ever growing database of high profile companies and recruiters, Work the Net can help you make the first contact with your ideal employer, right? Work the Net also collaborated with other social media platforms, allowing you to maximize your job seeking potential. And moving forward, Work the Net understands or understood the ever-changing nature of the business world and the importance of developing links with key contacts as your career progresses. It's time to be proactive and take control of your career, but you don't have to do it alone. Let Work the Net be your guide, or so the article had stated before. So what I ended up doing during this class, I said, you know what, this is very interesting. I wonder if this is like make-believe and they just made this up or is this actually real? So I looked it up and sure enough with a Windows 2000 database, this is actually real. Work the net. But because they never expanded and have become expansive with their mindset in terms of reach and development, they never got better. And then LinkedIn com had come and dominated the work and professional market. So everything I just read out, you guys would be like, man, if, I, if you didn't actually say the title, I would believe that it was LinkedIn. Yeah, because LinkedIn was the one that actually came and developed. It's kind of like MySpace, right? If you guys don't know what MySpace is, out there in America, it was a long time ago. It connected me with my first ever friend by the name of Satomi Nakagawa. She's from Kyoto, Japan. And I was so interested in Japanese culture for such a long time that when this all obviously, you know, when MySpace came out, it was 2006, it was just before college, it was just before the World Cup, uh, although it came out like in 05, 04, it was in my house because my mom had bought a computer for us. And so I got on MySpace, I switched up my search engines, and I'm here I am in Japan, and I'm just messaging a whole bunch of random people. And I came across Satomi. Nakagawa. Now, obviously the majority of you do not follow me on my personal development podcast, uh, but with Satomi, you know, we kept in touch, and she told me about her crazy escapades, okay, out there going to university uh, in Miami, and then finally we got very close online sending emails on a routine basis. I had a phone where I could send direct emails to her and everything, and uh, she said, listen, I got some free time. Obviously, this was back in 2008 when I had gotten a, uh, an apartment with one of my friends, Andre, who I brought onto the podcast as a matter of fact, too. She said, I have free time. I could come see you in Las Vegas. I was absolutely, like, up in arms. I was so excited that someone who I had met back in 2006, my first international friend from Japan, Kyoto. She ended up becoming, you know, like someone who I just loved so absolutely nearly for that next year. And what Satomi did, although there was trials and tribulations, I remember when she left back to uh, Japan after those eight days in Las Vegas and us having such an amazing time, it was so heartbreaking because I never thought I would see her again, but I made a promise to her when she fell to her knees and said, oh my God, I don't think I'm ever gonna see you again. I was like, no, I'm gonna come see you. I fulfilled that dream because I set the intention that night when she fell on her knees and I saw her completely crushed and me crying for days after because I had missed her so much. I went to Australia, went international. I went, it traveled internationally for the first time in my life. Bought a passport, bought a plane ticket. And I went to Australia. Now, the relationship between Satomi and I, and I know I'm going a little bit overboard with this, you know me and my storytelling. The relationship with Satomi and I, it took a wrong turn and everything, but I went to Australia. And to be in another country for the first time at the age of 21, it was nerve wracking. It was a lot of different things. But I remember I had fallen in love with Sydney so much, visiting the Blue Mountains, Darling Harbor, uh, Bondi beach, uh, so many different places. I said, man, I got to come back out here. Now the relationship between Satomi and I had fallen apart. I went to Melbourne the next year, uh, in 2010. And then I came in 2011 in February to Melbourne to solidify saying, okay, I got, I got these certificates. I'm ready to come out here and be a dental assistant. And I moved to Australia. See, if it wasn't for me meeting Satomi online in 2006, she would have never come. To America in 2008. I would have never gone to Australia in 2009, 2010, 2011, then moved there in 2011. And then, guess what? If I never moved to Australia, I would have never come here to Thailand on a six day trip after my visa had ended with layovers in Hawaii, Japan, and Taiwan. And of course, we all know the story. I probably wouldn't be here giving you guys this podcast today. So that's the beauty of social media, right? And again, going back to the whole argument of the story is the fact that MySpace, they didn't develop. Facebook came in, and although Facebook was very dry from 2006 all the way up to about 2011, 12, they really sucked. Uh, It wasn't until you could actually comment on statuses that it actually got better, but they dominate it. And obviously they're dominating with so much friction as much as I do not like them, to be honest with you. But nonetheless, how about that? It's all about developing people. So I have three questions. Now there's a nice little activity for you guys uh, on my uh, Business English Podcast badge so you guys can check that out. But what I have here and what you need to ask yourself, what are your competencies and your skills? What are you good at? Like, what are you good at? Are you good at PowerPoint? Are you good at speaking? Are you good at Photoshop? Are you, are you a graphic designer? What are your competencies? You know, looking at Jean-Christophe Masha, looking at his resume, you know, I've always wondered with the, in regards to my resume, and you guys know it, man, me having the opportunity to work at the biggest companies out here in Thailand by far. And even with that resume here in Thailand, Nothing. No responses whatsoever. The only last response I got from a resume was uh, a woman. She's like, "Dude, your resume is very impressive." Da 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 da. You know, when I applied overseas, I got uh, messages from people in Chile. I got uh, you know job offers from a lot of places in China. You name it. But here, for some reason, in Thailand, they don't look at the resume. They look at the photo. And so on LinkedIn, thankfully. This is the next phase of our discussion. And that is, do you have a profile on either social or professional networking sites? And if you do, do you create like a positive, do you have a positive image online is what I'm saying. Because I could tell you right now, anyone could look me up on LinkedIn or anywhere and they will see a ton of great information and great things that I do. And that's what you need to do. Like this is called having a positive image online. Like you don't want to have digital dirt. Whereas a potential employer looks you up on LinkedIn or on Facebook to see what you're talking about, to see what you're doing. And they see toxicity. It's like my current employers, right? And I know you guys saw uh, like last uh, last month, about 20 days ago, I hurry up and deleted a podcast because I thought there was some people like, you know, from my job that were eavesdropping for whatever reason, like they wouldn't. But, you know, I just got scared. Let's just put it that way. So what ended up happening was I realized with my, the people who are following me for my job on my Instagram, I have no shame whatsoever because that's literally all business profiles. So the two people that follow me, especially the corporate trainer, which I had a very long discussion about uh, on one of my podcasts and a couple of other people, they see the work that I'm doing. And they're like, dude, this guy is phenomenal. He literally, what he does in the classroom, he emulate, like he he he, like replicates that in real life. That's called congruency. So if you guys look at me up on any professional network inside or social website, you see exactly what I'm doing on the websites is what I do here and what I do in the classroom. It's all congruency. But with some people I used to know about seven years ago, um. They used to be teachers, but they would put, you know, photos of them smoking weed on their social media platforms. And I'm like, you know, in America, that would get you fired real quick. Right. But in Thailand and of course, living in the South and this being 2014 ish, you boy, you just got to show up a particular color and you get a job over anyone who has credentials who is of a different color. That's just how, that, that was the name of the game in this country. And I would have to say it still is to in present day. But nonetheless, people, in saying that, I think me, if you actually Google my name, you see nothing but greatness. Like if some people are like, who are you? I'd be like, just Google me. Yeah, you can find all the information very easily. Just Google me. Other than a couple of comments that I had left on, like, I think it was, there was a ridiculous article with this guy. He was, uh, I, I very, very shameful stuff. But he had written uh, an article saying 10 reasons why black people should live in Thailand. I'm like, don't you ever, but don't do that. You are going to give these people the rudest awakening ever. Once they get to the immigration counter, it's hell from there. Don't make it believe that, oh yeah, I'm gonna come here to Thailand. I'm gonna, oh, it's gonna be a wonderful time. You're outside your day. For you to write that, you, that you, should be, you should be ashamed of yourself given the fact that you are African-American and you know what you've been through here. Don't put it like, oh no, I've been around just a, great, a bunch of amazing people out here. You're lying, don't do that. Other than that comment, which I don't believe it's anywhere on uh, the search engines anymore, I got a positive online profile. So think about it that way. Number two, do you think these sites are useful for people in business? How might they be useful? So this is how I met Crystal, who I brought onto my podcast. She's an amazing soul. After I had brought her onto the podcast, just before her, I had met Hanin. She's from Jordan. So we have Crystal, online teaching platform. She's an entrepreneur out there in, uh, what is it, out there in England right now, but from Canada. You have Hanin. Hanin is an international school teacher out there in Jordan. Speaks about three to four different, uh, Italian, uh, Arabic, and English. Amazing soul. met them both on LinkedIn. and we're now we're extremely close. Crystal invited me into another group. I met another lady from Turkey. I met another lady from Chile on LinkedIn. And you see what I mean? So this is what is so amazing um, about, you know, the power and the power behind being able to meet people very, very easily on social media that could benefit you. Guys, I'm telling you right now, what was this a golden bullet like from the beginning? No, this was very difficult for me. It was hard for me to be anyone on social media. Extremely difficult. To be honest with you, someone who I love so dearly to this day, I met her on a social networking platform. And I wouldn't have thought in 5 billion years that I could meet a legitimate human being on there. So is it possible? It is absolutely possible. But what you have to think about people is the fact that it's all based on how you use it, right? Because if you think about the potential problems that you might might have on these websites, it's like, obviously social media, we could go through data, all that craziness, right? But the potential problems that you may have with social media is, you know, Basically, it's all it's all based on your intent. Right. It's all based on you questioning things that need to be questioned. It's all based on the fact that, hey, you know, well, you know, this guy seems a little bit fishy. Let me see if I can find some videos or podcasts of them online. It's so funny because, you know, because we live in the social media world, if you don't have an Instagram, Facebook or anything, that means you're hiding something and I'm not going to waste my time on you. But when you go to my LinkedIn profile, you see all these different speaking engagements. You see hundreds of podcasts, thousands of podcasts that I've done, and all these amazing collaborations and all my work. You're like, oh man, I love this guy. This guy's amazing. See what I mean? It depends on your intent and how you go about with, of course, you know, social media in general. So, in saying that, people, I just wanted to put some perspective on like, you know, LinkedIn and how LinkedIn, again, man, I've met a lot of people like from England on LinkedIn. It was no good. Like, they were like, I'm not interested. Oh, well, based on this, I'm not interested. Like, I would try to do collaborations back in 2017, 2018, and they would just say, Ugh, I'm not free. I'm not available. I'm not available. So, when it comes to like speaking to different individuals, uh, I pick. And choose the different places and like where they're from, because sometimes and more often than anything, you know, a lot of them are very dismissive. They're very rude and they're very brash, meaning they have an extremely high ego and they just look down on people. So I got extremely lucky with Crystal because I saw her video. And when I saw her video, I was like, oh my God, I got very unlucky last year with the Jordanian, although we had an amazing conversation for about an hour before I had gone home, you know, when I was working up country and she stood me up two, three times. And I was like, wait, we're supposed to be doing like a little short story type of podcast. This was going to be huge. We would have been able to like create a lot of things in doing this, but you, you, like you stood me up twice. And so with that twice, I'm not going to say anything to her. I'm just going to block her. <laughs> I block the hell out of people, okay? So in saying that, there are good, there, there's, there's the good, and there's the bad in everything. You know that. We can't just single out the whole world, single out the country, single out the people, a religion, a creed, or whatever, and say, oh, this isn't good because of that. Yes, Facebook sucks ass, but I've met some great people on Facebook who I collaborated with back in 2018, 2019. Um, Instagram, you know, the algorithms suck, but I've been, uh, I've met some amazing people, like a lot of my students, Spotify, uh, Apple. I'm, you know, I'm already diametrically opposed to Apple, but guess what? I was able to get a client because she listened to me on Apple podcasts. So there's good and bad to everything. And I look at life always, as you know, me being a high performance coach, as half what was it the glass half full or half empty yeah half full so again in saying that people thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful business english podcast if you guys want the write-up and everything it is available obviously on my wonderful Business Seekers podcast badge. You get third, it's $30 a month with all the templates. You get one hour of free coaching a month and so many other awesome perks and whatnot, as well as my early access. If you want all these podcasts straight into your inbox, literally every morning, man, you guys just go straight on to early access badge and you guys will get all the podcasts, such as this one, well in advance. So, in saying that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another one. I'm your host, as always, over and out.